Don't touch that dial. You don't know where it's been. Stop by paydirtfootball.com now and get started. He has all your football needs covered. Everything from the latest NFL news to the best tabletop and PC football games. We'll even show you how to join our Madden NFL League or our Action PC Leagues. And best of all, it's all totally free. So stop by paydirtfootball.com now and get started. This show contains strong language. If you're a sensitive little bitch, we recommend you change the station immediately so your little girl feelings don't get hurt. Live from Washington, D.C., it's the Paydirt Football Show. Are you trying to give me the double talk? You talk too much. And now, sit back and listen to two hours of biased, brainless, blithering, sure to drop your sports IQ by at least 20 points. Seven years of college down the drain. Paydirt is on the air. Wow, do we have a lot to talk about? And we're going to jump right into the Dallas Cowboys right away here, and we're going to talk about Jalen Smith. Who was released by the Dallas Cowboys today? So, guys, let's get your thoughts on this right off the bat. Where are you on it? Should we have done it or should we have kept them? Yeah, Go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, care who starts. Well, it's not a matter. Look, it, 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 I, I'm not hearing. I didn't see. I mean, I actually did listen to what Mike McCarthy said today. And, and, and I think in the grand scheme of things, we've kind of been talking about this. The, the culture in Dallas, I don't know where this has happened, but it has clearly changed. And when you talk, when I, I read uh, Van Der Esch's, um, sort of his quotes today, and basically what he said and what McCarthy said, if you put them together, it's like, look, nobody's safe here anymore. It's not a country club anymore. You either perform Super Bowl level, which is what we want in Dallas, or you're probably not going to be here. And, and I think that's kind of what, you know, ultimately he sort of, Jalen Smith sort of became the sacrificial lamb. Let's say you, Mike. Um, I thought it was kind of stupid. Um, I really didn't understand or concept. Uh, you know, I, I understand now the financial aspects of it, of why, because if he gets hurt, they get on the they get on a on the knob for uh, nine million dollars next year, no matter what happens this year. So I get the concept of it, and I guess it's a nice little motivator that nobody's safe, like Jeff's saying. But I still, you know, I mean, I still think it was a you know one of the a dumber moves they've made recently. But you know, again, this is still a business, and and these things still need to happen for financial reasons, even though it doesn't matter to us fans. We felt this was time to do it, McCarthy said. I just think, like anything, there's always factors involved in how you build your 90-man roster. Jalen's an excellent football player. There's other factors involved in this decision. Micah Parsons has emerged as a focal point on defense, and uh, Neil has got extensive playing time when healthy. He's expected to be back, too, as well, this week against the Giants. Also, fourth-round draft pick uh, Jabril Cox. He's going to have a chance to, to earn more playing time moving forward. Yeah, but my whole concept is one injury and we're back where we were before. So at least when you had the talent, you could you could still use him. Um, I know he wasn't at, he was probably not worth the money he was getting paid again. Definitely, but not. Um, you know it didn't take uh, took he is technically not even cut yet, and uh, the Green Bay already signed him. So Green Bay uh, Green Bay signed him. 
Yeah, they signed them already. So, or they're gonna sign them tomorrow when it it becomes official or whatever right. the the league rules make you do. Hmm. So, um, obviously, the talent is still there. I just that's where I get where I don't get it. What if uh, Mika Parsons go down? What if Neil goes down? You know, it's not like he doesn't have a history of getting hurt. So, um, then we're starting. You know, Jabril. Gabriel Wacox is his name, right? Yeah. Or, or Azir Zu, uh, Christmas Zulu. lover. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't. I, I think it's kind of. I kind of uh, think it's not the smartest of moves at this particular moment in time, where I think they're actually building something. But like we said, maybe there's something under the under the seas that we don't know, and uh, maybe possibly. Uh, yeah. And that's why they did it, Jeff. Oh, no, I, I, no, no. I mean, I, I'm sorry, Lane. I, I just no. I, it, Okay, because I was talking to Mike about this, and it, and one of the mistakes, that, and I'm not saying Mike's doing this, but one of the mistakes that people make is they just look at players and linebacker, and they don't really understand scheme. And the truth of the matter is that um, Jalen Smith is not playing the same role as Keanu Neal. They're not related. They have completely different roles. Um, Cox and, and Van Der Esch are hybrid backers. Keanu Neal is a cover backer. And Mika Parsons is just a beast. Um, so Kamara, he can play in there. They're going to be fine. I mean, they have plenty of depth. It's just Jalen Smith just does not fit what they're doing in Dallas right now. And and, he, and to be honest, and, you know, Green Bay is a good spot for him because their defensive scheme is is, is much much more in line with with his skill set than in Dallas. Well, his base salary was seven million, seven point two million. But he was reportedly going to get roughly nine million in guaranteed money next year in the event of an injury. So I don't know exactly how that factors into everything. Is it nine million above and beyond? I don't know. You know, but but certainly uh, the, the he was he, he was he's getting nine million dollars if he got hurt this year, guaranteed for twenty one and uh, for twenty two. Yeah. So that's what it was. He'd get the rest of his money this year, obviously, and then he'd get the rest of his money and get that $9 million next year. Okay. So um, letting him go cost them $9.8 million to let him go right now. So that's where I don't get it. But, hey, you know, it's, it's well, a business well, I think, and they know uh, what I they're think, doing. You know, look, we, we, don't, we don't know this, right? But what is likely to – what probably happened – remember, we had a new defensive coordinator um, in Quinn, and we had a bunch of rookies and a bunch of new guys coming in. And, and probably what happened in terms like you would think, well, if they were going to make this move, why didn't they make it in preseason? Why didn't they do something? Why didn't they try to trade them? Something like that. But the truth of the matter is, is that, that there's a really good chance that as they were coming through preseason this year, they, they did have some guys who maybe weren't quite up to speed, whatever the case may be. Maybe he was. And so they kind of went with him. But I think all along Dallas had uh, uh, you know, some ideas in their head that at some point they were going to get rid of him. And it just turned out to be now. Well, you know, the first game, he only played 16 snaps on defense in the first yeah, game nothing. of the season. No. Right. Yeah, it's just... Well, uh, you know, Tampa Bay is a passing team. And I think I talked to you guys for the problem with the problem with the Jalen Smith on the field is when you, I, I think I was talking about this when we were playing the Eagles. And you play the Eagles, if they got a two, if they got two tight ends coming into the game, which the Eagles have. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, had, well, at the time, had two tight ends that they could go to, actually three. Okay, Jalen Smith can't cover anybody. And so now when you have him on the field against the Tampa Bay, if you put him on the field, the tight end is going to come wide open all game long. He's going to destroy us. So, you know, he, he just can't he can't cover anybody. So. Well, it's more than that. I mean, you got uh, Jabril Cox and you got uh, Keanu uh, Neal. Keanu Neal. Now, yeah. and, and both these guys are going to be back. And evidently, right. and in my opinion, they probably are more talented 
than Smith. They have a better skill set, yes. No, I think it's more they, they have a better skill set to what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah, that's right. They're, they're that's not correct. a better player. They're just a yeah. better skill set because they didn't give that's the right. guys, whatever, $68 million because right. they still thought he sucked. Um, you know, it, it's only one year, 2019, they signed this contract with him. So, um, you know, he, he didn't fall off that badly. Yeah, last year was a bad year, but everybody stunk last year because if you went off last year, we should have cut everybody. Was Jalen so, Smith a but, better run stopper than these other guys? Yeah, no, that Jalen, that's what Jalen Smith is. He, he's a run stopper. He's not even a blitzer. He's a run stopper. He's really good at that, at that job. You put him in the middle and just have him plug up, you know, from tackle to tackle a little, a little bit out the outside. He's very talented at run stopping, but he can't cover anybody. And he's really not a blitzing backer either. And it's just hard to have a linebacker on a field that can't cover, at least in the scheme that, that Dallas has. Yeah. Now, if you look at the Packers, where he's going, right? The Packers play in a division, what? The Detroit Lions, the Chicago Bears. And and that's not a bad pickup because Fields, as you know, will be a guy who will run. So you can maybe hunt him down. And then, you know, you've got the Minnesota Vikings. And so you really don't have, you know, I don't, I, you know, I, I think that's a good move for the Packers in the division that they're in. I just don't know that it's, a, you know, it just doesn't fit the scheme in Dallas. That's yeah. the way I see it. Well, perhaps more in, the interesting, most interesting question here is how this is going to affect Parsons and Van Der Esch because Van Der Esch was playing surprisingly a low number of snaps. He tallied up right. just 135 on the season. Um, right. Of course, he's averaging about 67% over the past two weeks. But it could be as simple as a three-man platoon, you know. I mean, you get I mean, Neil. It'll, it'll be yeah, no, it'll be it'll be more than three, and it has been um, because when when we get up because we don't you know obviously we don't have D law in the end. So when we do get into like pure passing situations, which is often okay, now what happens is you bring in Keanu Neal, you bring in Van Der Esch or Jabril Cox, and you you put passes up on the line of scrimmage somewhere and you turn them loose. Um, but you know, if we're in, if we're in a little bit different situation, you know, then then you may just see just Van Der Esch and Keanu Neal may come off the field, and you might just end up with like say Parsons and Van Der Esch out there. So you know, just, it depends on the situation. I like the, the linebacking core and the way it's set up, but um, Parsons is going to get all most of the snaps. Everybody knows that. But Van Der Esch is an extremely valuable player, no well, doubt about it. You know, and you're forgetting about Curse too because he plays mainly <laughs> mainly as a defensive back. But Dan Quinn moves him into the box He's, on a, a lot of yeah, lot, you know passing. Yeah. yeah, he's gotten into the backfield and, and has made some real key stops against the run. So we know that Curse is up in the box, and we know that Curse is actually flying up through the box. And and Dallas has been messing around with people because when you have the speed of – I've seen it. You have the speed of a Parsons. Did you guys see the sack that he got this yeah. weekend? Oh, yeah. I watched every – That was incredible. That was incredible. I watched he, came, he wasn't on the line. He came from the middle, went up the middle. He got chopped. He got knee-chopped. when his knee's been bothering him. He got knee-chopped by the running back got up off the ground and pursued and then made the sack. I mean, it was it was remarkable. It was a great sack. And don't forget but about My Don- point is he wasn't at the line. Donovan Wilson's coming back too. So this is, if, if they put Kyrus in linebacker position on obvious passing plays, then that's a way to get both those guys on the field who are both playing pretty well this season. Yeah, I don't think that Wilson practiced today though. I'm checking it out right now. Uh, he did not practice today. Okay. So I don't know if we're getting him back this weekend or not. Well, we'll see you tomorrow. I mean, we'll see you tomorrow. That's yeah. right. That's why you got to wait till tomorrow. So, um, let's see. Anyway, uh, good move. <laughs> Do you say good move for, that he's gone? But either one of you can answer. I don't. I, 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I think it's a good move. We we didn't get anything out of it. I just think it was something. It was there was just really nowhere for him on the fifty-three man roster. Yeah. As we know, Trayvon Diggs wins another award. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's a shutdown guy, man. He's good. What happened to him at the end of the game? Uh, nothing. I'm nothing. not sure what the hell happened there. They they took him out because he said he had some stiffness in the back. You know, and then our defense falls apart without him because then, they, you know, who's going to stop him? Brown? Brown's yeah. played pretty well. Uh, Diggs was full practice today, so he's fine. We, that was okay. But, you know, obviously. Did they, rest, you know, uh, did they rest him, you know, towards the end? That's what they said yeah, they yeah. were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and they, unlike they did with Mika Parsons where they put him in. So. Yeah, well, hmm. Mika Parsons didn't well, get rested. How come that's not a standard for the team where the rookies got to play? Yeah. I'm, I'm well, not, if he had some back, if he had some back ten- tension going on, there, that would but make Mika sense. Parsons could have been hurt in week one, and we were all gung ho that he went back. In. Yeah, he went right back. No, in. Mika Parsons had the wind two different, knocked out There's of him. two different levels. Wind, he had the wind knocked out of him. That's we have two different levels thing. now. No, we have two no, different no, no. levels. We have no. the Mika Parsons has to go in. <laughs> Mika Parsons had the wind knocked out of him. That, oh, that's okay. that's not an injury. Is it Mika or Micah? It's spelled like Micah. It's Mighty Micah Mika. That's what we're gonna. No, whatever. Mika Parsons. Well, you know, the whole thing about um, Dallas made a big mistake, right? I mean, and part of that is, I, I think, again, you know, when you're not used to winning and winning big, you sometimes don't know how to handle that. And, and we had a huge lead in that game. We took the foot off the gas pedal, and, and they almost caught us. Yeah, and, definitely. And, and I don't think you cannot do that in today's NFL. You just keep pushing the pedal down. Ben Roethlisberger. Get off the ben subject of Smith. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger. Okay. He notes hip pain. Says he needs to get better. He looks like crap. <laughs> he's a fat man and he's old and he, you know, he's red faced up there, bloated. <laughs> you mean he's slugging a few down? Before I don't know what the terrible. hell he's doing. He, he looks terrible. He looks like Uncle Joe who hangs out down by the railroad tracks with a twelve pack. <laughs> It'll be your first team. It'll be your first ballot, probably Hall of Famer, right? Yeah, definitely. He's not. uh, He's not Tom Brady, that's for sure. No. Uh, Did you hear about Urban Mayor, Jacksonville head coach? Yeah, that's 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 a disaster. Yeah, they're going to keep him. No, No, he's not going to get fired. The the owners, they're going to keep him. You watch this. Yeah, there's a nine-second video. Two, really. Well, they're showing him sitting on the back uh, with his back to the bar. Um, I think it's it. his bar. Isn't that his bar? I think I it's, don't it's know. his bar. Maybe it's his. Uh, yeah, this, it's a good friend. She's this woman dance, dances close to his lap and was posted on I social mean, it's media. It's not like he's grabbing her and well, massaging her back. Or anything. Well, no, there is a shot of his fingers testing to see what she had for lunch. Oh, really? <laughs> <clears throat> well, that's a personal thing between him and his wife. What does that have to yeah, do with football? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Oh, man. He's not nice. a political uh, officer. He's not. Uh, he no, he's, he's you know, just he's the not face running he, on I'm a holier the, than thou guy. He's just the face guy. of your franchise. And, but he's and, still not and, running and he's, on a I'm a holier than thou guy. What is his <laughs> okay, personal well, life? So the, so, okay, right. You're right, Mike. So the Jags can make a decision to keep right. him if they want to keep this angel. Right. Or they can fire his butt. He, he didn't do anything They're, Those illegal. are their choices. It's their business. They can do whatever they want with their employees. I don't care what they do. <laughs> right. I don't. <laughs> neither, too, neither too high. 
But you know, if they, I don't think they are. From what I heard from the owner, they they they're not going to do that. So Steve, Stephen Gilmore, he was released, <clears throat> and he signed. And, with oh Carolina. no, he wasn't well, released. He got traded. He he got got traded. traded. Oh yeah, they traded. Some, right, right, right. Unlike yes. the Cowboys, where the Cowboys just let the guy go. Oh, they tried to trade value. him. They tried yeah. desperately to trade him. No one wanted him. Yeah, so no, badly no, that he's not even a free agent yet, and Green Bay has him. Well, why would they? Why would they go for the trade if he was? You know, well, if we they were going to find out how much, how much is he going to sign for with the Packers? Right. You know, how does that work? Well, whatever he gets, that amount comes off what's owed him. Right. So let's say he's owed nine million, and they pay him three. That comes off the amount we owe him next year. No. Right. Yes, not, it does. That's only the Jets and a, four other teams have that. <laughs> he gets a double dip. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, it comes off we'll the salary. We'll have to find out the details. Of no, because the Rams guy, uh, Gurley, when he got cut and then went and played for the Falcons, he got the double dip. Yeah, but not all I'm doing. It's in his contract. It's oh, in his it's contract. In his contract, then yeah. yeah. So then, why would you go play? I guess because you want to stay active. Yeah, I would. I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, if you're gonna, if it's a double dip, you would play because you get more money. Yeah, I but mean, Gurley got on. fired or cut or whatever you want to call it from yeah. the, the double Rams, dip. and then he signed with the Falcons, and he got. Whatever he was owed from the Fal- uh, from the Rams, and then plus seven million or five million from the from the Falcons, so it's a double dip. That was nice on his. That's part, what Mayor, That's what Coach Mayer did to that girl. He double dipped yeah. her crotch. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, oh my God! God. Touch, that showed him touching the woman's <sighs> bottom while he was sitting at the bar. The woman appeared to be wearing the same clothes, jeans, and a white top as the woman in the first viral video. And talking about viruses. Uh, in one shot, Meyer's fingers appeared to probe what the woman might have had for lunch. Well, um, mm-hmm. again, good illegal. for him. Maybe he's not getting any at home, and this is a good thing for him. Okay? Is that, Why do we care? Is that a valid reason? His, with his fingers and his private parts. So, Who Gilmore, cares? is he worth what he's going to get? I don't know what he got on the contract, but. They got a sixth-round pick for him. So. Oh, God. yeah, but what's he going to get salary-wise? And, sal- and 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 he worth more than a sixth-round pick? Well, I think I think they're just picking up his salary, right? Isn't that what they're yeah. doing? I think so. They just they just they just transferring okay. the contract over. I would guess. Well, that yeah. was one of his um, issues. He wanted his contract redone. Well, he got. Well, he doesn't get a choice of whether he gets <laughs> traded. Now he doesn't have a choice as to whether he gets traded or not. I mean, he got taught a lesson. That's what happened. Well, no, no. <laughs> That's exactly right. You know, so you know. Uh, he's not but, fitting in the future in the Patriot land. Yeah, it's like Vince Lombardi had, I think it was a receiver that uh, went out and got himself an agent, and the agent had a talk with uh, Vince Lombardi about this receiver, I forget his name, wanting more money. So anyway, the receiver was called into the office, and he was told that uh, he needs to pack up and go to Cincinnati or wherever the hell it was. That's that's it, where his new team is. So well, I mean, but but you know they work like that in today's world. You know there was a time that you know the NFL busted that union for a while and had them over right. a barrel. That's not the way right. it is now. No, I guess yeah, but lawyers. it is the weakest. It is one of the weakest uh, unions, probably with regards to uh, you know that contract. they can get fired in the middle of a contract and they lose and they yeah. lose all their money. I mean, well, it's not well, unless you have guaranteed, unless you have guaranteed. Right. Money. The Chiefs have promoted wide receiver Josh Gordon from the practice squad to the active roster. Woohoo! Can't, he, he can't play defense. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> My God, right? <laughs> God, that defense is horrendous. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe how bad Kansas City's defense has is. It's it's. I mean, maybe it'll get better during the year, but it is. It may be the worst in the league. It's it's horrendous in Kansas City. 
Has anybody and their offensive line is not doing all that great either. So has anybody seen the new power pole? <laughs> no, no. My, my brother was talking about. It. Okay. He went okay. About well, it. how far do we? How far do we fall? Well, don't don't go looking. Don't go looking. But I'll tell I'll tell you what the new power pole is, and uh, you tell me if you agree with it when I get to the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. At number one, the Buffalo Bills. Their record's three okay. and one. The biggest surprise about these guys is def- defensive dominance, and they have been dominating. Number two, we've got the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Arizona Cardinals at number two, four and zero. Biggest surprise, success is happening so quickly. Number three, the LA Rams, three and one. Biggest surprise is wide receiver Cup. Cooper Cup has established himself as quarterback Matthew Stafford's favorite target. Who is this guy writing these things? Does this guy not know Cooper Cup's been like a I know, I know, years? I know. <laughs> yeah, he was he was like a rookie sensation, right? Right. Yeah. He's been pretty good. Yeah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at four. Biggest surprise: the large number of injuries that they've had. Five is Green Bay Packers. Biggest surprise: the offensive line is holding up, and that was a big deal with them last year, wasn't it? Number well, six. I mean, you know, the biggest yeah, surprise yeah, right. is they got crushed up in week one. Other than that, yeah. they, yeah. they Num- are who we thought right. they were. Number six is the Cleveland Browns, three and one. And their biggest surprise is how quickly the defense has come together. But if you remember, these guys have been drafting top defensive picks for four or five years. Yep. So it should come together. It should have come like together a long time ago if they, their organization was worth a damn. Yeah. Baltimore Ravens, the biggest surprise, Lamar Jackson ranking in the top half of the NFL in passing yards. It's early. It's early. Number eight, the Dallas Cowboys, three and one. And their previous rank was 14, so they've gone up eight. 14 to eight is six, sorry. Uh, biggest surprise is defensive takeaways. And I think we can all agree with that. I don't think any of us thought Dallas Cowboys would have the leading, you know, number of takeaways in the league. Yep. They've had 10 takeaways in four games, which is second in the league. So they're not leading, it's second in the league. And the, but the best in the NFC they did not record their 10th takeaway a year ago until the 11th game of the season. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty remarkable. That's pretty, what we were saying last year, remember? It's when pretty, we were coming into yeah. the season, it was like, this was the idea. We're gonna, we're not going to be great in coverage, but we're going to force them to turn the ball over. And they, yeah. well, did that go wrong? No, it's pretty great. <laughs> it's just great. All right, <laughs> we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we are going to exclusively talk about the Dallas Cowboys and what's coming up with the Giants. So stick around. We'll be right back with Pater Football Show. Are you an NFL freak? Do you like sports gaming? If so, visit us at paydirtfootball.com. We've got the latest NFL news and gaming leagues. If you're into great graphics and great competition, sign up for our Coach Mode Madden NFL League online since 2000. The PFL is the longest running and most professionally run football league in the world. If it's the thinking man's football game you want, our Action PC Football League is the league for you. Less graphics, more realistic, and that translates to more fun. So check us out at paydirtfootball.com and join one of our leagues. They're free. Or just stop by for the latest NFL news. In any case, we'll see you at paydirtfootball.com. You're listening to the Pay Dirt Football Show.
All right, I'd like to let everybody know that we're still broadcasting on Twitch, but we have also gone back to broadcasting on all of the, um, uh, what are those places called? Uh, the blog places, yeah, that we used to be on, uh, like eight or ten different ones, including uh, Anchor and huh. Apple and all that stuff. So we're going to be back on that. We were uh, down off that for a while, but we're back on there again. So, But we're still broadcasting live on Twitch. So if you want to catch us live, that's where you're going to have to go. I've not had a chance to update any of the stuff on the website yet, but I'll get to that soon. Has anybody been paying attention to the play of our offensive line? Yeah, it's been excellent. Outstanding. Mike? Especially turn steal it, right? Mike, Mike hasn't rejoined us, has he? Uh, has he? Oh, maybe he's not. He has. Maybe his will, his, his spirit is <laughs> broken. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had to go to my genderless bathroom. <laughs> genderless bathroom. <laughs> yeah, have you, have you, I mean, I think the offensive line has been playing outstandingly. It is right, though. Let's see. Uh, I think one of the best, right? Uh, yeah. In run blocking. We are the best Certainly. run blocking uh, offensive line in the league. Wow. According to uh, was a pro, pro football focus. Yeah. yeah, Zach Martin, he's back to getting awards again. NFL's highest individual grade for his performance this past weekend. Martin scored the best marks with a 95.8 grade out of 100. And I guess that's football focus. Yeah. Yes. Knows number two? Uh, Kansas City. Is it? Yeah. Their line or? For the line for the pass or, 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 or just the city? Unlocking offensive lineman. Okay, I was in the city or what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So you know who's the worst? Who? Which I didn't know this. Who? The Raiders. Raiders? Yeah. yeah. Really? Nothing very, nothing very yeah. good. Well, but they, you would think Chicago would be, right? I thought they but, played a pretty tough game against the Chargers this week. Yeah. They didn't, Chargers made them look kind of foolish like we made the, the Chargers look. But <laughs> Yeah. 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 Uh, Cowboys were even more dominant on the ground with Martin leading the way at right guard spot. Cowboys racked up 433 total yards, including 245 on the ground. That's a lot. I tell you, it was kind of sweet there watching the old uh, the old Cowboys come out there with the double tight end set with a offensive lineman as a fullback and just saying, "Hey, hey, 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 we're gonna run the ball right now. What do you think? Can you stop us? No. Right. And Zeke would just pound it for 14 or 12 yards every time. It was it was really. Well, it was, was like, yeah, it, boys. It was also nice to see him, you know, using that big set, you know, the big jumbo. Yeah. How long has it been since we've used the jumbo more than once every three or four games? Since Jason Garrett was a coach. Oh, my. No, no, no. Jason Garrett <laughs> didn't even do it that much. <laughs> was, since before, I meant to say, since before him. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that's physics to him. I mean, that's like, you know, jeez, no. That's possibly. high math. That's micro, <laughs> microphysics. No. Don't show us a fumble that was ruled down by contact and then another, another fumble that was negated because his forward progress had stopped. And then a pass oh. where he was stopped short of the goal line on a two-point conversion. All were not factored into the PFFs or pro football focuses grading system for Schultz. Schultz. <laughs> A moment there. <laughs> I, I'd like to make fun of him. You know, I could say something like, I catch nothing. But uh, he does. He catches a lot. He's doing pretty good. 
Well, the tight ends, are, the tight ends for you know, both tight ends, have been playing really good for us. Um, Schultz obviously got a lot of playing time last year, improved himself, and he's playing really well this year. I mean, how many touchdowns has he got already? What four, three or four touchdowns? He there? has. Let's see if I can find that here. I think it might be three. Yeah, he's, actually, he's, what's big about him is how many big key third downs and and yeah. Uh, yeah. plays that he's catching, and and you know, um, Jarwin is, is is you know a talent, but he's not even being really used. He had one catch for 17 yards for a touchdown or 14 yards for a touchdown, but that's it. Well, so. Jarwin, he's he's better if you're going to take the route deeper because he's faster yeah. than Schultz. Yeah, they're, they're again, yeah, again, they're, 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 you know, those are package guys. And so, what you know, we kind of have a little bit of thunder and lightning there, and I like that because oh. Jarwin can stretch oh, a little man. bit more than Schultz. Although Schultz has gotten downfield, too. He caught that touchdown a couple weeks ago. I don't have any lightning. Wide open. I, I don't have lightning or thunder. I, I got shotgun now. <laughs> I like that. Thunder and lightning. Schultz and Garwin. (laughs) Jarwin, Jarhead, Jarwin, Garwin. What is it? Jarwin. Hey, hey, we're actually something like 66.7% in the red zone. Yeah. uh, Oh, yeah. yeah, Much better than last year. That's a huge difference in this year's team. I mean, if you remember, we've had real problems. But, again, I think – our offensive line has been so good, and and Zeke is hitting the hole quick, and, you, and you, we can run it in, right? We've been able right. to run the ball in, and in the past we just couldn't do that. No. And and you know, and the offensive line, the play, a lot of things work now down around the inside the ten that didn't work last year. So right. you know, we seem to be able to score inside the inside the ten, and and that's really hard to do. And I don't know, so far we've been doing really really well. Yeah, so. we're doing a lot better than we did last year. Yes. You know, a lot better. I mean, uh, you got to remember some of our tight ends. That's if I'm not mistaken, I think our tight end, how, how tall is, is Schultz or Jarwin? That's like 6'5". I think they're both 6'5". Six, six, yeah, okay. I think they they're may both 6'5". They're right? big they're guys. The same weight. You know, yeah. you get down to the, the, the goal line. If I, I, I put in a double tight end package every time I'm inside the 10. You know? I mean, what are they going to do? They're going to defend against the run because you got two blocking tight ends in there, which, of course, Schultz is better blocking than, than Jarwin is. But you still got to guess, is it going to be a run? Is it going to be a pass? And if it's going to be a run, right. you got yeah, it. And if all they need is that quick release, and they're going to score, right? It happens so yeah. quick. Um, the other thing is, I mean, I don't know if you guys have noticed, like one of the guys that, that you know, I think we all kind of like, but he's really been kind of under the radar out of, out of all this, is Sed Wilson. Um, he's kind of yeah. sort of become a little kind of mini Cole Beasley. Yeah. And he's catching a lot of those third down chain mover plays for us. And he, I think he did have a touchdown as well inside the red zone last game. So, I mean, he's another target that when he's on the field, you know, he's, you know, he, so, you, know, you just got so many different things that I think defensive coordinators have to prepare for. Even inside now the 10 yard line, um, it, it's just really, really tough to slow down the Cowboys offense. It just is. It is. But the, uh, uh, the, the thing is, is I mean, my, I'm not knocking. This is good, in my opinion, is that we're really not a super pass-heavy team as we no. as we thought we would be, and right. uh, and so it's like actually like uh, Cooper and and Lamb and haven't really been producing much uh, statistics. I mean, Cooper caught a touchdown, but statistically they're they're not coming close to 100 yard games anymore. Um, or so far through other than week one when they had to pass so much. So um, it's really been a lot of running, which is uh, it, it, it's it's the way you win, I guess. I don't know. You know, maybe somebody well, we're, we're second. Out we're second in the NFL. We're second in the NFL at 100. And this is unbelievable. 166 yards wow. a game. Who's rushing. number one? Cleveland Browns. 
okay. Yeah, well, yeah, well they got, they got really pounds. But, but then, I mean, yeah, they're really good at running the ball, too. Um, that's but, Henry, right? You know, Cleveland. Henry? No, so, uh, no that's Hunt and uh, Chubb. Chubb, okay, Chubb. Yeah. Would you trade um, Elliott for Chubb? No. Not no. right now. You would. Jeff? No. I think I would. Elliott looks really good. Well, of course he does. Passing the football, we're, we're probably about middle of the pack. Hmm. Not, about 255 well, that's yards because a game. Yeah. I mean, where's where's Cleveland as far as passing? Boy, uh, lower than us. Yeah. Down uh, 26. 26, yep, okay. 26. And we're yeah, middle the of the pack. And we're number two yeah. at rushing. So the more you rush, I mean, look look back at the stats when Aikman was quarterback. You know, everybody said, well, Aikman wasn't all that great. He, he didn't even break 300 mm-hmm. yards a game most times. Well, that's because he had Emmett and a big offensive line that they called the Wall of Dallas, the Great Wall of Dallas. Right. right. You know? Well, um, you know, but I, I think with the way the Cowboys are constructed, I mean, it would not surprise me. I mean, just wouldn't. I don't know about against the Giants, but it wouldn't surprise me. You know, we came out this weekend and, 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 and we threw the ball 45 times for 450 yards. It, it, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, so, you know, what we run when we can and right. we pass when we can and we do what we want to do or need to do to win games so far. So hopefully we just keep it rolling. So, Mike, how many more games do the Dallas Cowboys have to dominate in before you start to change your opinion? <laughs> Never. We could be in the Super Bowl. I'm going to be like, nah. Oh, man. I know you're better than that. That's not going to be the case. We beat Kansas City, and he's all in. We beat Kansas City. We're going to lose 63 to 3. I told you so. You know, we're going to be favored in every game between now and playing Kansas City. Do you realize that? So if we win all the. Look, I think offensively we're going to be fine this weekend. Um, but it wouldn't oh, surprise you, This me game we, is a trap game and a half. Well, we're talking. Okay? We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. It, we, it is. It is a trap game. But the thing is, we are also having a. And this is just the way I see it. Like, right, Jalen Smith is gone. We got guys coming in who haven't played in a while now. You yeah. got to put them into these games, and you could get some defensive breakdowns this weekend that could make this a really close game. We just so, no. We just know, have to stop the running back. That's it. Stop the run back. Well, we got. I do think I do think their offensive line is going to have a heck of a tough time against. Yeah, they are. Yeah, Michael Parsons is going to get two sacks. He, he might very well. I think they're going to have some problems there. It's pretty tough. It's a tough matchup for the Giants, no doubt. According to uh, football, uh, you know, focus. Uh, actually, Jones is a better quarterback than Prescott right now. Eighty-six point nine to seventy-six. But again. You know, the offense in Cowboys right now is going through the running. Yeah. So it's not really to say it's Dak's fault. He's got a good passer rating. Oh, I'll take that. I'll take Dak any day over him. Let me tell you something about Dak. And it wasn't that long ago when I was thinking, oh, he's not that accurate. He's throwing behind his receivers. You know, so far, I mean, when he started out last year, then he got injured. He was playing great last year. And now this year, he's playing better than I've ever seen him play this year. And he is on target. He's not throwing behind the receivers yeah, anymore. Yeah, no, you're not. You're right. You're not seeing. You're not. I, I totally. You know, you're funny. I, we forgot. I forgot about that. But you're right, Len. Um, you know, you know, we usually those passes go over the middle. He would drag that ball behind guys a lot. And and this year he's putting around right on the numbers. Yeah, yeah. They were and, twisting and all around. Throw. Yeah, I forgot who it was. But it was one throw where he threw a. I mean, that was a laser. No wonder they were getting their from, backs were getting sore. Laser with quotation. No wonder their backs were getting sore. He was turning them into pretzels, <laughs> twisting around trying to get that ball $1 behind. Million dollars. Yeah. Crunch. Yeah, the Giants are actually what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seventh in the league in, in passing yards. 
So uh, again, we'll worse, see. bad. Well, right? as, as long as everybody stays healthy, we'll be fine. Again, and that's always the case with the Dallas Cowboys, because and we're, they're, uh, we're they're, never healthy. They're twentieth, well, twelfth uh, worst uh, against the run. So, well, that's above middle of the pack, but still, they're, we're not. No, they're on the other side, bad. So the worst team in the in, in against the run is the Seahawks, which I wouldn't have thought, but they're literally the worst, followed by the Eagles because of the beating we gave them, yeah. and then the Chiefs because the Chiefs uh, just can't play defense. Uh, can't oh look! It seems no, like we're, just we're, a no, list we're, of we're, all the teams we played. The Chargers. We're are one, two, three, four, five. We're sixth in the league. Sixth in the league in in rushing yards per game allowed. Allowed? Yeah, only eight one yards a game allowed. Yeah, yeah, we're doing fine against the run. You can't run against Dallas. Well, we'll see this week coming up. New York's got a hell of a run back. We're allowing four point seven yards a rush, which isn't great. But no, isn't bad. Well, okay, but but you know. Um, you know, when you, yeah, okay, that's the, the average yards per rush is not really the number you want to look at. It's, you know, I mean, if you run it four times and that's all, you know, if all you're doing is running it four times. <laughs> do you remember, you know? Jeff, do you remember that cartoon Gulliver's Travels back when we were kids years ago? And there was this, there was a character on there and his main line was, we'll never make it. We'll never make it. It'll never you can work. Do it. It'll never work. <laughs> That's Mike right now with the Dallas Cowboys. Now, Dallas is pretty good against the run. They'll never make it. The They're sixth best, okay? Not the best. Buccaneers are the best. Buccaneers. Yeah, well, nobody even. But same thing, right? People don't even bother running against Tampa Bay. They've they run against talk. the Buccaneers more than they run against us. Hmm. I got the numbers this week. I'm on point. I'm blowing up yeah. all your all your what is it called anecdotal or is it empirical? No, you're not, which... Those are not those are not blow ups. <laughs> so how many of you were going? Oh no! How many of you were going? Oh, oh no! Here it comes again. Drinking the Kool Aid. When Amari Cooper got injured the other day. I already knew. Practice today. Yeah, he practiced playing this week. But when I noticed him on the sidelines, the first thing I thought was, "Oh no!" Here we go again. No, now we're going to be down Cooper today. too. Yeah. C.D. Lamb carry this team. Yep. C.D. Lamb's all right. You know, we did good picking him. <laughs> yeah, you, you did good, Adrian. You did good, Adrian. <laughs> Where's your hat? <laughs> did good. Oh my no, goodness. I love you. <laughs> oh, my God. Um... Come on, this is the worst no, three and one team Cooper there did is. Not practice today. He apparently did have a, uh, and this could be a problem because you know he has the rib injury as it is, and now he's got uh, what appears to be a hamstring injury, and that's never good. So we'll see how that one goes. But he did not practice today. Who didn't? Oh, Amari uh, Cooper. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he he's, he. Did, I, I read on that. He just stayed out because he's going to practice tomorrow. We have to look at tomorrow's. We have to look at tomorrow's practice and, and injury report. Yeah, because that'll tell the story. Where we are on Sunday. Yeah, we don't know yet. Okay, right. Uh, I think Diggs didn't practice today, but he's going to practice tomorrow. <sighs> Diggs practiced full today. Did he? Okay. Well, that's got to dig that man. Dig it. <laughs> he was the only one though on that list. I mean, uh, Demar uh, Armstrong didn't practice. Mari Cooper didn't. Ezekiel Elliott didn't. He's got some knee problems, but he says yeah, he feels fine. Yeah. You know, it's you know Gregory was limited, but he'll be back. And Siki was limited, which is good. Carlos Watkins was limited, and Donovan Wilson did not practice, so we'll see. 
Oh, so, we got Polard. We got Polard. Polard. We got Polard. Yes, we do. Outside okay. of Mike, expectations are rising for the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> you Kool-Aid drinkers. <laughs> uh, you know, it's not that. It's like, look, it, it's just nice to have. Look, do you remember last year? You know, we can nope, I blanked it out. Blanked it out. There you go. Okay, it's just nice for us guys to get on here on a Wednesday <laughs> and actually listen to Mike say about how C.D. Lamb was a decent pick. You know, and I mean, it's just, you know, that we can actually have these conversations, which is pretty cool. I was so, ready to jump off bridges at this point last he year. He said he had his stats. He, did, you, did you listen to him when he had his stats to, to some, whatever word he was trying to You know to what, I'm going to start anecdotal. doing. Do some word out there. or anecdotal. I'm going to start doing yeah, what yeah, I... Anecdotal. I think that's what it was. And, and it's Pollard or whatever he calls it. Pollard. Oh. I'm going to start doing what I used to... Then you asked how to pronounce Owen's last name. That's a good idea. I'm going to start doing what I used to do to Manny and just start recording everything. And when when woe is me, woe is me is coming out of Mike's mouth, then later on we can play it back. When, when it comes true, do you still play it back? Are you yeah. gonna we'll never make it. it. No, no, look, no, of course look, not. Guys, you, you, you all know this, right? I would I mean, prove you current, right. I mean, the way that offensive line is playing, um, if if we get the injuries that we have gotten for years now, this whole thing is going to go south real fast. Oh, I injuries mean, will kill Tyron us. Tyron Smith goes down. If Zach Martin goes down, this is going to change real quick. <laughs> So, you know, yeah. but those two guys are just, I mean, I can't Somebody else how, bribes a, you know, test taker. Yeah, well, this is playing. a sneaky team exactly. coming, you know, that we're going to be playing this weekend. It's <laughs> easy for us to rivalry. overlook I mean, What, are you kidding me? I mean, every one of these games, it, when, you know, like, these games are always tough. Yeah. I hate playing the Giants. This, I mean, uh, every, you, both of you all are right. This this could be one of those games that, that comes back to bite us in the ass that we think we've got. And then they uh, come in seven point favorites. blow our doors in. Well, everybody's right. talking about it being a trap game, so it's not like they're gonna, that, like they don't know this. But you know, when, you know, I, I try to picture the other team. Like if you're the Giants, right? And all week long, all you're hearing is about how this game could be a trap game for the Cowboys. Well, basically, what you're saying to the Giants, right, is that you suck. Right? Well, they're not saying and that it's here. It's going to motivate them no matter what. No. no matter what, they're going to be motivated because it's like, well, oh, you... geez, it's a trap game. We're playing a trap game this week, guys. So what's New York um, Radio saying, Michael? Cowboys stink. Giants are the best team ever. They saved their season last week. <laughs> is that what you they're know, saying? They're really, honestly, only two plays away. You know, two mistakes in each of the first two games, or they'd be three and one. Oh, I see. Yep. So they kind of sound like Dallas fans. <laughs> yep. A little bit. <laughs> they all have little hey, well, pictures of Jimmy Jeff. Dimes who throw, <laughs> didn't throw for over 400 last week? Come on. Oh, he's, actually, to be he honest did. with you, uh, uh Daniel Jones has been a great fantasy quarterback, like well, yeah, one of the better ones. I mean, he played really well last week against an awfully good Saints team. I, wherever they were, I know. I think it was, I think it was like kind of like their home opener in New Orleans. Yep, it was their home opener. Um, and you know what it's like playing down there. And I think the Saints got caught in the trap game, and and you know he kind of blew them up. So yep. Uh, I don't. I don't think we can take the Giants lightly. I don't. I don't think this team will. By the way, but I, I just think you know I don't see it as. I think this team is just way, way, way too hungry this year. You got, you got we'll guys we'll really see. like to play. Yeah, well, still, the fact is, is that it took until week four for the Giants to finally get a win. A win. So, yep. and, and honestly, local news, it was only one play here and look, one play there. And, look, here's you know. here's the, the deal. We could be 4-0. Right. You know, except for the last minute and 20-some seconds where we let the Buccaneers come back. We gave them way too much time. I knew it when they were scoring, running down the field that fast. Yeah. 
Burn the clock. Well, what blew that play, if you remember what happened, what what ruined that game for us, was I think we got a holding penalty or something in there, and it took us in a situation where we really couldn't get the first down and then run the clock down and then kick the field goal. We got stuck, and we didn't want to take a sack, so we just kind of, I think we threw the ball underneath right and we ended up settling for the field goal. Um, there was a penalty or something yeah. in that series, and it, and it messed us all up, and then we really had no choice. So, you know. Man, you Those are the games we have to win. You know, that's what will keep yeah. us from going to the Super Bowl. We have to win those close games against good teams. And, and Look, good teams win games. Great team win the close games. So we need well, to win the close that's, games. That's, yeah, it's like there's only one undefeated team now, right? The Cardinals, isn't that right? Yeah. Yep. And so they I scare me. Guess, well, pretty good. But they're not going to go 17-0. No, and, and you know nobody, nobody is. I mean, you know, all these teams have already lost games. You know, you look at Tampa Bay, you can see some of the flaws with their team. They, they have clear flaws. Um, the Packers are not. I mean, I know the Packers have Rodgers, but they don't. They're not some superpower team. Um, Seattle's not some superpower team. So you know, I mean, I don't really know if there are any right now any great teams. Well, we've got one good thing going for us against the Giants this week. And that would be and that is Jason Garrett. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> uh, woo! What do you think his game plan is going to be? What it's always going to be. What it always has been. We we look just. No, it's another running ball. I'm pretty sure they don't. They don't give it to Saquon. It's like the weirdest thing. It's like our best player on the field is Saquon, but no, no, no. We'll save him for later. Yeah, just just go pull up one of Dallas's old games where he coaches, and then just call the plays according to what he did in that game. I'll tell you, it's kind of funny. I actually, I have, I have actually done that. Not to look at, just looked at some of the older. Like, like I'm serious. Go look at some of the replays of this year's team. And then look at the replays of, like, say, last year's team. And, and I'm serious. It, and, and, oh, actually, the year before that. Um, it looks like paint drying. Yeah. yeah compared to the way this team plays. This team plays fast. Well, you know, and, and, that, and that youngster. Like that a, couple years ago. A, a lot of it is due to that youngster. Of course, we I think Quinn's doing a fantastic job on defense. You know, but the buck, buck-tooth youngster that coordinates our offense is doing fantastic. The beaver. The beaver. The beaver. The beaver is, is rolling. The beaver's rolling. Yeah. He kind of reminds you of that guy. That, well, he's not heavy like that guy, but he's almost like he kind of just reminds you of the type. Like, ever see that movie uh, Moneyball? Yeah. In baseball movie, you know, he kind of reminds you of the guy who does all the numbers type of thing. He, like, he just looks like he's looking down at his little charts, and he's very calm, and he just seems very in control of what he's doing. But he, he seems very analytical to me, and not particularly personable. So, I, you know, everybody's talking about being a head coach, and I don't know if I see him as a head coach. He just doesn't seem. Does he seem really like really like huggy? You know, like a like. Does he seem to fight? I don't know. He just seems kind of. He's too young to be a head machine coach. Machine like. He's very machine like in what he does. He's very good at it though. But yeah, he's too know, young we'll to be a head coach right now. He will be one day. He looks young too. I mean, how old? He's not very old. But he looks young. Well, he is young. But here's the thing. You know, people are going to be going after him. I hope it's not next year. You know, I'd yeah. like for him yeah. to at least get a Super Bowl win before somebody snakes him away. And honestly, they should wait until he wins the Super Bowl before they try to take him. <laughs> yes, that's that's what the NFL is going to do, Mike. I mean, Len, they're going to they're going to wait for him to win a wait. Super Bowl first with the Cowboys, and then take him. Away. Wait until you win a Super Bowl, and when he wins a Super Bowl, then you can consider him valid and try to go after him. <laughs> oh, of course, oh at God. that time, I think uh, Mike uh, McCarthy 
is going to be watching his ass. <laughs> We've said this before. Mike knows his stat. No coach has it's won a Super Bowl has ever gone to another team and won a Super Bowl. Yeah. That has never happened. So Mike McCarthy is trying to become the first coach in NFL history to do it. What, what about Pittsburgh? You mentioned Pittsburgh. Did they you, suck. Uh... <laughs> okay, so so well, they do. They're terrible. Yeah, and so, terrible. are we are they, now? Do you, do you see any panic with their head coach? Um, you know, it's difficult to tell about him. Um, I don't know. I I think he's probably we, we would be willing to move on to another team too. You know, talk about stale. You know, he's been there a Who's very long time. He's he's a good what coach. In Pittsburgh. Whose fault was it? I think he's ready to get away from Roethlisberger as well. He's a blob. Well, they have, the offensive line is horrendous. It, it is. Their offense, Mike. What's their offensive line rated? Oh, come back to you in two seconds. Okay. What do we want to go? I can't against? imagine. Run? Well, I don't. I think the running matter, aspect but... of the Pittsburgh Steelers is 28th in the league. Um, pass blocking. Is geez, uh, pass blocking. They are actually sixth in the league because they're actually able to pass block. Um, um, run blocking. I should go back. Sorry, check that, fans. They're twenty seventh in the league in run blocking offensive. Right, line. but if you look at their pass blocking and and the way the Steelers are, most of their passes are like from me to across the living room. Yes, uh, they've been hitting the the uh, De- Deontay Johnson. Um, he's getting all the targets now that he's back and healthy. Um, and the running back out of the backfield, Harris, Harris. Najee Harris. <laughs> um, their tight ends are non-existent. I mean, they might right. pop in once in a while. And Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, he's been hurt a little here and there, but he's basically disappeared. And a couple of the guys are in and out each week. So, it's uh, it, you know, we knew Washington wasn't a good wide receiver. So, basically, right. uh uh, yeah, they're they're all short, dinky, dunky type stuff, and they break some, and that's how they get their yards. That's right. You know. Yeah, you know Roethlisberger. Exactly. He's an old guy. He was in a movie with Steve McQueen one time, and he played the title <laughs> title role. And the movie was called The Blob. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> that's an old movie. It is an old movie. Uh, it's a good movie. It's an old movie. It is. It is pretty decent, by the yeah, way. Good yes. movie. They're 26th in the league in time of possession on Suck. offense, obviously. Suck. Right. Um, Suck. The slowest team in the league is the Titans, even Suck. though they're... Um, Suck. They, they have the most time of possession, so... I'm but. glad I can make fun of other teams now. You know, we're not, we're not on <laughs> this last. Four, but yeah, but why not? Get do, it like hey, you take advantage of it while you can. Yep. Well, Tennessee has, you know, Tennessee has what they have. Everybody knew that their defense wasn't going to be that good, and it's not. And so, you know, that's that doesn't, you know, they they're okay if they can dominate with the running game and keep, you know, put keep, put their defense on the sidelines. If they have to pass the ball to stay in games, though, then they start getting into trouble. And that basically, I think that's what's been happening in Tennessee. They haven't been able to get on top of people with the running game, and then they're falling behind, and they have to pass the ball a lot more. And then you start taking Henry out, and it just you know, it starts getting away from them a little bit. So what is One it about five hundred? One of the things that happened to the Titans is they lost their offensive coordinator. Um, right. The the change of what had been carrying them the last two years before that was play action, because with right. Henry you can do you can do a lot of things off of play action, and this new head uh, offensive coordinator I should say is uh, 
not doing play action. They went from something like 34% utilization of play action, you know, in plays down to like 14%. Oh, wow. And, and when that happens, you know, Trouble. Henry's basically not in the game. Even though he's done uh, his, uh, actually his catching is up this year. Um, you know, normally he's just a run guy, but um, he's actually catching some balls. But it, it, you're not getting the down the field stuff because there isn't that, you know, freezing no the time. guys and, you know, right. dropping the bomb on them, you know. And getting over was, the linebackers' heads and yeah. everything else. No, you're right. And, and then that, you know, it's amazing the data that you, or data, I want to pronounce that word, you can get um, to, you know, that these coordinators can get where they can just look at the, you know, and just look at it, right? right. And say, look, here's, here are the numbers, yeah. you know, just, you know, and, and really you, you need to change the numbers. But, you know, these coordinators, they just, you know, I wasn't brought here to change. Our... <laughs> they bring their... Oh, my God. It's like in baseball. Sorry to change yeah. sports, but it's so annoying. No, but you're with, right. the, with the shift, and it's like yeah. they leave the whole left side of the... Uh, nobody bunts. A, and, and nobody just slaps it down or bunts down a thing. It's like, <laughs> why are you going to do it? It's like once every four times, and they'll stop doing it because the data right. will change. And all of a That's sudden, right. they'll be like, well, he sometimes hits it there. Because they're not looking at the actual what the guy's doing they're just looking at the numbers so if you numbers. change the that's data right. it, it will change the way these people play to you and that's correct that's and, absolutely and, correct and it just aggravates it started with jason giambi <laughs> back in the day it just oh <laughs> right guy was a 350 what? hitter comes to the yankees and he's batting 220 uh, it just i mean yeah he's getting his 40 homers but uh, i don't know whatever that's a different sport different day <laughs> it just goes off it's just one of those things. It's like, come on, you know. But <laughs> well, I, you know, uh, you, yeah. I mean, you, you take these different teams and what they have and don't have, and then it just amazes me. How, I mean, I don't know if like like how much you guys are around high school football or even college football, whatever the case may be. But these guys will come in, whatever they do, like whatever their defensive thing is, whatever their offensive thing, is, and that's what they run. Yeah. And and you like I like say if I'm the coach I get brought in to bring in my system, right? And then all of these guys have to sort of plug into your system, which you know that's why guys get shuffled in and shuffled out. Now in the case of Dallas this year, what they really did in case you know they they kind of did it the right way I suppose. They brought in Quinn right, and he brought in a couple of his guys. I think it was Casey and Keanu Neal he brought with him, but then they also drafted like you know. A, a half a dozen defensive new players to go into his system. Right. But, you know, if he just comes in and Dallas just, you know, drafted a bunch of offensive guys over the KCB and he had basically the same defense as he had last year, Quinn's yeah. system's probably not going to work. No. <laughs> so, you know. Well, that's, I think, um, also last year what's unfair to uh, the, the coordinator we had last year, whatever his name was again. You know, we didn't, there was no plan in place. They didn't really draft for him. Uh, they didn't set his team up for him. For what he wanted right. to do, be it that he didn't have a plan, I don't know. Right. Uh, um, but right. and then COVID hitting didn't help that team at all, and it was right. you know kind of a perfect storm for the bad badness. But again, not making excuses, they were just horrible anyway. So yeah, but you know, but if horrible. you look at this team this year, I mean, you, you know, you got to look at you know, Diggs has obviously matured into one of the better corners in the league, no doubt about yeah. that. Yeah. You know, the Brown moves actually turned out to be okay so far. Yeah. You know, Casey, Keanu Neal. You know, those are guys they brought in, and, and they're big parts of the defense. And you had, and, you know, Parsons, Jabril Cox, Osa, you know, these yeah. guys coming along. And, you know, all of a sudden, the defense looks a lot different, you know. Oh, we're getting uh, and, we're getting pressure. We're, you yeah, know, we're getting it, pressure up front. We're getting pressure up uh, front. The run isn't, yep. like, uh, as easy to do against us anymore. 
no, because you know when we thought we were going to be able. Look, we talked about that. We thought with McCoy and those guys, we we thought we had an answer there last year. We right. didn't. You look at the the team this year, and and it looks like we've we you know we've kind of hit some gold in the middle, and it's working out well for us. So. You know, sometimes I guess you eat the bear and, you know, whatever it is and vice versa. Did you see uh, Gerald McCoy signed with the Raiders, I believe? Or Oh, he did? I thought he, I thought he like, dropped out again or something. Well, he got hurt, like, week one preseason or week two preseason or week one regular season. I forget, yeah, yeah. to be honest with you. So he's out again for the year, but we're still paying him $2 million. Great. <laughs> you think uh, that's all right. We paid Deion Sanders for about five years after he left. We're not as bad as the Mets are paying. Well, what was that that guy's name? <laughs> I think the Cowboys owe worth something like two hundred billion. Or something. I mean, it's it's yeah. they're, they're, oh, yeah. they're it's, worth. It's not a monetary music. thing, but it really isn't. So you know, it's, it's just it's a kind cap. Of a joke. It's just a cap. <laughs> just a cap. <laughs> they didn't have a so, cap. We wouldn't. We wouldn't lose. <laughs> just being no, we buy everybody. That's that's yeah. you know. So it's it's a good rule. I mean, because that's literally what would happen. Yeah. So you know. Anyway. Uh, do we have anything else to talk about, Lynn? Well, we're going to get our picks for this week and scores. So um, we'll go with you, Mike, first. Who's going to win the game and what's going to be the final score? And any highlight that you see happening. You know, like, uh, you know, this is the one-year anniversary of uh, Dak Prescott to the week. <laughs> getting dying. his leg turned He's around He's not going to get hurt. He's going to make it through this game. I think Zeke goes down. Season-ending, career-ending <laughs> play. Come on, man. <laughs> Amari Cooper, don't has, do, don't. you know, gets hold off to jail in the middle of the game. Stop. Um, but anyway, uh, no, realistically, uh, I, I think it's obviously, uh, you know, an NFC East game is uh, you never take them lightly. You never know. Um, I think it'll be actually there'll be some points. I think it'll be, uh, you know, I think I guess it'll be like 34, 28 uh, Cowboys uh-huh. win. Okay. Um, uh, I'm not going to be shocked if the Giants win because I think it's one of those things where the rivalry and the you know stuff like that plays into it. But I think um, I think coming down into Dallas, uh, I think it helps us out a little bit because it. it's they're really rocking now. To be honest with Jeff? you, I, I don't see any way that they, I mean you know unless Dallas plays down, I, I or some odd things happen, which which could, but I, I just don't see any way that the Giants' offensive line in a game where they probably are going to have to pass to stay up with us um, is going to hold up. So I, I see our pass rush getting to them. Although you got to really contain um, Jones. He can run. Yeah. So, but I think we have so much speed on the edge that it's going to be hard for him to do He's any the- running at all. He might be able to do a couple like draws, but I think their offensive line is, is going to be under siege much of the game. And, uh, you know, they might try to neutralize that a little bit with some runs, but it's hard to run against us. I, I just think they can't match our firepower. So I'm going to say, Oh, I don't know, 35-17. Okay, that's a good pick. I am going to go a little further. Uh, well, not quite as much as you. I'm in the middle. I'm going to go 20-34, to 34, Dallas wins the game. I think uh, Diggs does not get an interception this week. Right. And I think we uh, control the running game that the Giants are going to throw at us. So that's it for tonight, guys. We'll see you next week. 